0: Welcome to The Thumbbody Show, where we prove that even your thumb can change the world. That's impossible. Join host, Jimmy Gibson, as we explore the zany world of entrepreneurship and personal branding. <laughs> we'll cover topics like storytelling, public speaking, writing your first book, content creation, and video. And occasionally... Our host may even perform a few magic tricks for you. But don't worry, we're not all business. Oh no. Oh no. We like to have a little fun and embrace our inner weirdness. Are you ready to unleash your inner thats That's not even a word. Ready to make a difference in the world? This is the show for you. Join us on the Thumbbody Show, and let's spread the power of of one-of-a-kindness. What does that even mean? You're not a nobody. You're a somebody. You're a Thumbbody.
1: Hello and welcome back to The Thumbbody Show, your weekly dose of inspiration and guidance on your journey to personal branding and entrepreneurial success. I'm your host, Jimmy Gibson, and this is episode 53. As always, rewind to episode one for the full Thumbbody story. Last time on The Thumbbody Show, we dived deep into the ring finger of marketing, exploring how passion is a critical element in connecting with your audience and creating marketing that resonates from the heart. Today, we're shifting gears to a more audacious aspect of marketing, the middle finger. Often misunderstood, the middle finger in our context represents boldness, defiance, and the courage to stand out from the crowd. In a marketplace crowded with voices, being bold and different isn't just a choice, it's a necessity for survival and success. In this episode, we're going to dive into what it means to raise your middle finger to conformity and the status quo. It's about finding and flaunting your unique selling proposition, identifying your brand's villain, and communicating your message with fearless authenticity. So, are you ready to stand out? Are you prepared to make a statement that echoes with those who share your values? Let's explore how the middle finger can guide us in carving a distinct path in the world of marketing. Stay tuned as we unravel these concepts. Let's get started with the Thumbbody Show.
0: And now, and and, and now, our special segment. It's what you've been waiting for. Welcome
1: back ThumbBuddy Listener. Today, let's dive into what really makes your brand stand out, your unique selling proposition or USP. Remember, we're in the spirit of the middle finger, so let's be bold and clear. Let me simplify my USP for you. I guide Gen Xers to avoid the typical uninspiring retirement path. Instead, I help them use their lifetime of experience to create a successful online business Steering clear of the late-start financial scramble and avoiding the trap of one-size-fits-all retirement plans. Now, let's break down the USP structure. Your USP should clearly state who you help, the specific problem you solve, your unique method, and importantly, what pain or hassle your clients avoid by choosing you. It's not just about being different it's about being directly relevant to your audience's needs and fears now we're going to revise my usp over this section so hang in there with me think about what truly sets you apart what unique angle or solution you can offer that no one else does how does your service or product change your customer's life for the better your usp should boldly address these questions take brands like apple or tesla for example they just don't sell products They sell unique experiences and solutions. Apple isn't just about gadgets, it's about innovation and a seamless ecosystem. Tesla is not just about selling cars, it's selling a vision of sustainable, advanced transportation. So how do you craft your USP? Start by identifying the villain in your industry, the common problem or frustration that your customers face. Then position your brand as the hero that provides a unique and effective solution. Your USP is your declaration of how you make a difference. As we move forward, think about your brand's unique promise. What do you stand for? How do you make life better for your customers? That's the heart of your USP, your stand against mediocrity and conformity. Let's take my brand and explore this a little bit more. For Gen Xers who don't change the trajectory of their lack of retirement preparedness, the potential consequences can be quite serious and impactful. Here are some of the painful alternatives they might face extended work life without sufficient retirement savings gen xers may have to continue working well past the typical retirement age this could mean staying in physically or mentally demanding jobs which can be increasingly difficult as they age what about reduced lifestyle in retirement they may have to significantly downsize their lifestyle in retirement due to limited funds This could involve cutting back on leisure activities, travel, and other enjoyments they may have hoped to indulge in during retirement years. And then there's dependency on government support. Relying heavily on Social Security or other government assistance programs could become a necessity. These programs may provide only a bare minimum and might not cover all expenses, especially unforeseen medical costs. The next, financial insecurity. The constant worry about outliving their savings can lead to significant stress and anxiety. Financial insecurity can also impact mental and physical health. Limited options for health With a lack of funds, choices for health care and assisted living facilities may be severely limited. This could affect the quality of care and support they receive in their later years inability to leave a legacy. Without adequate savings, the opportunity to leave a financial legacy for children or grandchildren could be greatly diminished. And there's employment in lower-paying jobs. They may find themselves taking on part-time or lower-paying jobs during retirement to supplement income, such as retail or customer service roles, which might not be fulfilling or enjoyable. Then there's increased dependence on family. They may become financially dependent on family members, which constrain relationships and reduce their sense of independence and self-worth. The list goes on. Compromised living situations. This could include moving to less desirable areas or living conditions due to financial constraints. And then reduced ability to cope with emergencies. Without savings, handling unexpected expenses like home repairs, car breakdowns, or medical emergencies can become a significant burden. Now, just imagine it's the year 2040. You're in your late 60s or maybe early 70s. The wrinkles on your face tell a story of a life filled with experiences, but your eyes Tell a story of exhaustion you wake up to the shrill sound of the alarm your body aching a start reminder at your age as you sit up a sharp pain runs down your back you pause take a deep breath and slowly you get out of bed you had dreams of retirement traveling spending time with grandchildren enjoying leisurely mornings instead you find yourself preparing for another eight-hour shift at a job you were supposed to leave behind a decade ago the job isn't just physically taxing it's a constant reminder of the dreams you had let go as you commute to work you see people your age walking their dogs reading the newspaper in the park enjoying their golden years a pang of envy hits you You think about your colleagues. Most of them are young enough to be your children, or even your grandchildren. They discuss plans about technology you barely understand, and you feel like a relic of a bygone era. Your job isn't just a job, it's a necessity. You work not because you want to, but because you have to. The savings you thought would be enough are dwindling, and Social Security barely covers the essentials. There's no luxury of choice here. It's a battle for survival. Lunchtime conversations at work revolve around retirement plans, investment portfolios, and the latest travel destinations. You smile and nod, but inside there's a sense of regret. Regret for not planning better, for not saving enough, for not taking those financial seminars seriously. After a long day at work, you return home, too tired to do much else. The hobbies you once enjoyed now sit in the corner, gathering dust. Your body demands rest, but your mind is restless, plagued with what-ifs. The golden years of life, which were supposed to be filled with relaxation and joy, are instead marked by endless work just to make ends meet. Now, this is the reality of an extended work life, a stark contrast to the retirement dream. It's a daily grind that drains both your physical strength and your spirit. It's a reminder that time is the most precious commodity, and once lost, it cannot be regained. This grim picture is not just a possibility, it's a reality for many who didn't prepare for retirement. A cautionary tale for those who still have time to write a different story for their future. Now, I know that was a little depressing, but I'm just painting this bigger picture, I'm getting this emotional hook. So what is the revised USP with this in mind? Now, this is going to be the long version, we'll condense it shortly. I help Gen Xers avoid the dread of working into old age by turning their expertise into a profitable online business. Instead of facing a future bagging groceries or struggling financially, I guide them in creating a rewarding semi-retirement using the knowledge they've already gained. It's about making sure their later years are secure, enjoyable, and free from the fear of running out of money. Now, here's a framework that you can use to create your own USP. First, identify your target audience. Clearly define who you're helping. Think about their age, profession, interest, and special challenges they face. Two, pinpoint their main problem. What's the biggest challenge or fear your audience is facing? For example, for Gen Xers, it might be the fear of inadequate retirement savings like mine. Next, your unique solution. What's the unique approach or solution that you offer? This should be something distinct that sets you apart from others. Next, what is the outcome they can avoid? Highlight the negative scenario your audience can avoid by using your solution. This should tap into their fears or concerns. You heard this just a minute ago when I read that profile. And next, you must have an emotional appeal. Add an emotional element that resonates with your audience. This could be a sense of security, freedom, or achievement. For example, a USP following this framework, which is a little shorter than the one I just gave you, is, I help Gen Xers use their hard-earned skills to build a profitable online business. This way, they can dodge the nightmare of a cash-strapped retirement and instead live a life filled with freedom and purpose. Let's move on to segment two, identifying your villain. Alright, segment two, identifying your brand's villain. In this segment, let's dive into the fascinating concept of having a villain in your marketing story. The villain isn't just a person, but a problem, a mindset, or common issue that your brand boldly challenges. This is crucial because having a clear villain gives your marketing a sharper focus and a compelling narrative. Take the Thumbbody brand as an example. Our villain isn't a person, but a widespread issue. The financial unpreparedness that many Gen Xers face as they approach retirement. This villain embodies the anxiety, uncertainty, and lack of direction they may feel. By positioning ourselves against this villain, we make our stance clear. We are here to combat this issue, offering solutions and hope now let's look at another example imagine a brand in the fitness industry their villain could be the sedentary lifestyle or the fad diets that lead people astray by identifying this villain they focus their message on promoting healthy sustainable fitness habits so how do you find your brand's villain start by looking at the challenges your target audience faces what common problems are they struggling with what false beliefs or harmful practices are holding them back. Once you identify this, articulate it in your messaging. Let your audience know what you stand against, and more importantly, how your brand provides a solution. Remember, the villain in your marketing narrative helps you connect with your audience on a deeper level. It's not about creating conflict, but rallying against a common challenge, which in turn strengthens your brand's message and appeal. Before we wrap up this segment, let's do a quick but powerful exercise to help you identify your brand's villain. This exercise is gonna give you clarity and focus in your marketing efforts step one define your audience's main challenge think about your target audience what is the primary challenge or problem they're facing write it down in simple terms for instance if you're targeting aspiring entrepreneurs their main challenge might be overcoming the fear of starting a business step two personify the problem now give this challenge a persona It could be a character, a mindset, or societal trend. For example, you might personify the fear of starting a business as the paralysis of doubt. Step three, clarify your stance. Write a statement that clearly positions your brand against the villain. It should encapsulate how your brand or service provides a solution. For instance, our coaching program equips aspiring entrepreneurs to defeat the paralysis of doubt by providing actionable steps and confidence-building strategies. Step four, reflect on your brand's role. Think about how your brand actively combats this villain. What specific aspects of your product or service work against it? Jot down these points. Now, by completing these exercises, you'll not only have a clearer vision of your marketing narrative, but also a compelling way to communicate your brand's purpose and value to your audience. Let's move on to segment three. All right, segment three, communicating boldly and authentically. Welcome back to the final segment of today's show. But before we dive into our discussion on bold and authentic communication, let's revisit the historical context of the middle finger. Historically, it's been a symbol of defiance, a physical embodiment of standing against the norm. In our context, it represents the courage to be different in marketing, to make your brand stand out with a clear, unique voice. It's about being bold, but also maintaining authenticity and respect. Now, let's talk about how you can apply this to your marketing. First, embrace boldness with respect. Being bold in marketing doesn't mean being offensive or disrespectful. It's about confidently stating your brand's unique position and values. For instance, if your brand is about challenging the conventional nine to five work culture, communicate this with clear, assertive messages that resonates with those who feel constrained by the nine to five. It's about saying we understand there's a better way to work and live. Now, two, authenticity is the key. Authenticity should be at the heart of your bold messaging. Your audience can tell when a message isn't genuine. When you communicate, make sure it's in line with your brand's core values and mission. If your brand is about empowering small businesses, every message should reinforce this commitment. And then use stories to connect. One of the best ways to be bold yet authentic is through storytelling. Share real stories about your brand or service and how it has made a difference these stories should highlight the villain your brand is against and show how you provide a solution now remember consistency across channels whether it's your website social media or advertisements ensure your bold messaging is consistent across all channels this consistency reinforces your brand stance and makes it more memorable and engage with feedback finally engage actively with your audience's feedback whether positive or negative This engagement shows you've been listening and that you care about their opinions, further solidifying trust in your brand. Remember, the key to successful marketing, especially when being bold, lies in balancing assertiveness with authenticity and respect. It's about making a statement, standing up for what your brand believes in, and resonating with your audience in a way that's both impactful and respectful. Keep these tips in mind as you craft your marketing messages, and you'll be on your way to making a strong, authentic impact in your market. All right. I think it's time for our rule of thumb.
0: That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Before you go, here's our rule of thumb from today's episode. Ooh, a thumb tip. (laughs) All right.
1: As we wrap up today's episode on the middle finger of marketing, let's remember the core principles. First, embrace your brand's uniqueness boldly, but always with respect and authenticity. Second, Find and articulate your brand's villain to sharpen your focus and resonate with your audience. And finally, communicate with confidence and clarity, ensuring your message is heard loud and clear. These principles are your guide to standing out in a crowded marketplace while maintaining the integrity of your brand. Keep them in mind as you develop your marketing strategies and watch how they transform your brand's presence and impact. Well, thank you so much, friend, for joining me on this episode of The Thumbbody Show. We've covered some crucial ground today, exploring how to differentiate your brand with the middle finger approach, standing boldly against your brand's villain, and communicating with authenticity and confidence. If you found today's insights valuable, I'd love it if you could share the podcast, leave a review, and help spread the word. Your support means the world to me and helps others discover the show. Don't forget to tune in to next week's episode, episode 54, we'll be diving into the index or pointy finger of marketing focusing on the importance of having a clear direction and singular focus in your marketing strategy it promises to be an episode filled with actionable advice to help you point your efforts in the right direction until then keep making your unique mark on the world remember your journey to success is as individual as your thumbprint stay bold stay unique and keep spreading the power of one-of-a-kindness in everything you do this is jimmy gibson signing off see you next week thanks for joining us on the thumb show
0: Ready to become a part of the most exclusive club around? Wow, really? The Thumbbody Club is where it's at. As a member, you'll get a membership card. Oh yeah. Be a part of the global community of Thumbbodies. And receive a super secret weekly club newsletter. Wow! But that's not all. We've got a bag full of tricks coming throughout the year. Just go to i'mthumbbody.com to sign up. And the best part? It's totally free and worth every penny. <laughs> Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Join the Thumbbody Club today.